I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. My guest at this time is the lead vocalist and guitarist for The Lonely Ones. Please welcome Marty McCoy. What's up, man? How you doing? I am doing really good. How about you? Awesome. Are you wearing a rumor shirt? I am. I know those cats. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm good friends with them. They're they're awesome to hang out with. Our uh, bass player, Jimmy Tolan's girlfriend is Carly Fox. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. She's super cool. Yeah, I was just talking to her yesterday. She is definitely super cool. So I, I want to kick this interview off with, I think it's a fun question. I know we already started talking about bands. So I know you played a lot of great shows with many talented bands. Who's uh, some bands that people should check out that you played with? Um, bands that I played with? Uh, I, I would like to say um, the Columbus, Ohio music scene is rocking right now. Um, unfortunately, I haven't got to play with any of these bands yet because the global pandemic that has struck the uh, entire planet. Um, but there's a band called South of Eden from Columbus, Ohio. They just got signed to Law of Atlantic. Um, Star Sets from here. Um, those guys are awesome dudes. Uh, Beartooth. I mean, come on, man. Those guys are incredible. There's a new band out called Air. Um, there's another band called Zoo Trippin'. Um, there's just a lot of really cool, exciting things happening here in the Columbus music scene. And... and I feel like I got to give those guys shout outs and we're probably going to play together um, quite a bit over the next couple of years. Um, but check those bands out, all coming out with new music and, and really exciting, cool stuff. Oh, Rat Attack. There's another band called Rat Attack. There's a band called the Warren Flints that are outrageous. Um, so as soon as the world opens up, I'm going to all of these shows. And, and you know, when I'm not on tour, I'm, I'm doing the Columbus local music scene thing and, and checking out all these bands. And I've been listening to their music online. And, and it's just, I, I, this city's exploding with talent right now. Yeah, definitely. I've heard a lot about the Ohio music scene. I was talking to a few people about it. Um, he, was, he was talking about the Cleveland music scene. But yeah, definitely, like, the music in Ohio definitely is like, really blown up in the last couple of years. Besides the beaches and the warm weather, we're the new L.A., I guess. <laughs> yeah, you just have to get uh, used to all the snow and you'll be fine. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, focus on you, I'm talking with Marty McCoy of The Lonely Ones. So, how did you get started as a uh, musician? Um, I grew up, my dad was a bluegrass musician and we'd have these, he would have these huge jam sessions in the living room and I would set in the floor, this is why I'm setting in the floor now, uh, I would set in the floor Indian style and they'd all sit around me and just play music for hours and hours and, and um, it was just one of the coolest things ever. Uh, everybody would switch instruments and sing and, and this person would play the fiddle and then sing the next song and there was these glorious harmonies going on around me and it was just like i would sit in the middle so i could feel it all and this this kind of surround sound quadraphonic thing happening and it totally influenced me um but bluegrass is really hard to play it's like the you know it's like the dragon force of acoustic guitar um so it, it was definitely challenging and and but it was inspiring at the same time it was just it was just 
so I knew at a very young age that that's what I wanted to do was be a musician and, and have that feeling. Um, never stop, you know, sitting in the middle of that and how it made me feel. I was like, if I was a part of that, it would be something that would continue forever. Um, and then I saw Guns N' Roses on the on MTV and that was it. I was like, they were smoking cigarettes and drinking liquor and I go, bluegrass is cool, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's right, especially like starting with the you know, bluegrass, as you said, it is, it is a very complicated uh, uh, like music style to play. And then resurgence too. Oh, another band I wanted to mention is a band called Camp. Speaking of bluegrass, they're from Columbus, Ohio. They're selling out a five thousand seater two nights in a row, and I just somehow got hip to them, and they're outrageous. But it's got this bluegrassy Americana kind of thing going on. Um, but bluegrass has had this big resurgence. Um, I mean, me being from West Virginia, because I was born and raised in West Virginia, it's always been cool to me. But now, you know, young kids are getting into it, and it's got this new kind of little rock edge to it and uh, you know with mumford and sons and bands like camp and stuff like that um so it's 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 coming back and it's got this new twist to it and, and i'm i'm really happy about it and if i, I didn't know you're from west virginia i went uh a vacation there a little bit uh what 2018 i think 2017 2018. Where'd you go? Uh, i went to a uh, uh, berkeley berkeley, oh, berkeley. Yeah. yeah i went to whitewater rafting and ziplining oh, so, and stuff so beckley west virginia yes Right on, right on. Um, yeah. Yeah, the white water rafting is awesome. Um, you couldn't tell by my accent I was from West Virginia? No, I, I, I didn't know, actually. Right, and then there, right. there's yeah. the one bridge. Um, it's like the New River Bridge. Yes. Yeah, people jump off that with parachutes, and it's called Bridge Day. Um, West Virginia is a cool place. I love it there. Um, people think that we're all just a bunch of crazy redneck hillbillies, but that's the, I mean, you know, once we got the internet, we stopped tight rolling our pants and and uh, <laughs> we became pretty normal pretty fast. No, it was a wonderful place to grow up, um, and I, I love it there, and it's beautiful. And um, But I like I call Columbus my home now. I've been here for a long time, and I love this city very much. It's been good to me. Yeah, for sure, right on. And, uh, yeah, the they had this uh, – I, I didn't go on it because I felt I was, like, super nervous, but, like, the, they had, the, like, the catwalk under catwalk the bridge. Yeah, I, I, I've done that a couple times, and – it's it's nerve wracking. I was pretty nervous the whole time. Yeah, I, I'm fine. Like heights, I'm fine with. But once I start like swaying, I was like, no, I'm not good. I, I think it's smart. <laughs> yeah, I think you're a smart man for that. I'm the same way here. Like I, I love roller coasters and stuff, but I hate the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel is just too slow, and, and when it starts rocking up, like this does not feel safe. But I mean, I'll get on the highest roller coaster and do all kinds of wild shit like that. But the Ferris wheel, I uh -uh, don't like it. Yeah, I'm kind of similar. Like, uh, you know, obviously Cedar Point, also in Ohio. Like, uh, I, roller coasters, I'm always good with, uh, except like I, I forget which one it was. Uh, oh, uh, it was like the the wooden roller coaster. It felt like I like the cart, like the uh, cart wasn't like perfectly like on the on the rail, so it just felt very uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember going to Kings Island and riding the wooden beast, and all the other ones were fine. That one scared the crap out of me. I was like, this felt like it was gonna fly off the rails it's rickety and you can hear it's the only i think it's the world's only wooden roller coaster and i was like ah, i don't know about that I'm, i'll go on the brand new metal ones and and, and it doesn't bother me at all the old wooden ones a little a little scary yeah, i think it's more of just like the noise for me it just doesn't sound good <laughs> i think it adds to the sheer terror it was uh um getting back on track uh real quick so 
the Lonely Ones, that was uh, formerly uh, Boba Flex. Uh, so you guys obviously you changed the name, I think, what, uh, last year? Or... Yeah, um, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I think the I would say that March, the beginning of March is when the band officially started. Um, yeah, so it's been about a year. It's been a strange, uh, strange first year to start a band. Yeah, so how was it uh, still, pretty much reinventing and uh, creating a new band like in a pandemic in quarantine? Well, um, I guess I guess it did start earlier than that, now that I think about it. Um, my brother left Boba Flex. To, his daughter turned 13 years old, and he was like, you know what? He's like, I love the band, and I love everything about it. He says, but I, I'm, you know, I'm really not into missing, you know, uh, you know, vocal recitals and piano recitals and volleyball games and stuff. He's like, I, you know, I've missed some of those things um, too often. And I just, I just don't want to do that anymore. And we totally understood. Um, so we decided, you know, we did finished out our obligations as Boba Flex. Um, we did the last tour as the four piece just to see if we could, you know, if it was going to work as a four piece and just the four of us. And it did, it worked really, really well. We had a blast and, and it gave us the confidence. Um, so we decided to change the name because we didn't feel it was the same, um, but, you know, there's Sean was a singer and I was the lead singer. We were both lead singers, and it's like there was a whole large. He's got a crazy voice, and his register is higher than mine. And there was no way to be able to do those songs, and 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 we just didn't feel like it was Boba Flex without it. So um, we didn't want to stop, and we really enjoyed writing music together and playing together and touring together. So um, the idea, as it was, it was tense and and, and nervous nerve-wracking of um, changing the name and starting everything all over but once we did it it became exciting and and um you know we got lucky that we were able to instead of starting from square one we were able to bring fans with us um most of them um you know some of them are like oh, i don't i don't get it i don't like it you whatever um, which you know cool you know that's the way it works um but most everybody was supportive so we were able to you know start the band with a from like i'd say about square three or four um, instead of square one, um, and then it became exciting. And the the cool thing that came with it was, you know, Bobaflex had been around for such a long time, but now this was the people that didn't know um, the transition and stuff. They're like, "Who's this new band? This exciting, cool band. This band's out of nowhere, and and they write really great songs, and 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 you know, they came out of nowhere. So that we got, you know, the best of both worlds. It's like we got the excitement of these new guys. Um, people are like. These young hip dudes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I won't stop you from there. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was doing interviews with a lot of musicians, and then like I, I would always ask like, what music you've been listening to, and a lot of people kept kept saying, I'm listening to the Lonely Ones. So I'm like, all right, can people keep talking about this? I probably should check them out. Right on. Did you did you know who it was when you or like as soon as you saw the video, you're like, oh, I know who these guys are. Well, I wasn't really familiar with you guys as, as Boba Flex either, so I was like, kind of just knew the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. We get that thing where it's like, you know, the the, the fan base from Boba Flex pushes us to the to to newer people that have never heard of the Boba Flex stuff, and, and we get the best of both worlds. We get you know this new band that everyone's talking about, and they're talking about it because they knew us for you know eight nine albums. Um, so it's a you know, like I said, it was scary at first, but as we thought about it, it's like we're actually sitting in the best position to to start a new band um, and and get, you know, the best of each side. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting, man. So you dig it? You dig it? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, the first one listed is a Real Big Trouble, which I really enjoy. That's like, a, it's a, just a real rocker. And then, like, you guys drop Change the Station, which even, like, rocks more. And I was like, man, I'm feeling this. Right on, right on. We're, uh, we're getting ready to drop a new single 
um, hopefully this week we're in the editing process right now of shot the video, um, started ed shot it Sunday, started editing, editing it yesterday and finishing up. So hopefully it'll be pretty quick. And then, um, Imagine Records is planning on putting out, we signed to Imagine Records, um, I, I'm not sure what the date was, but it was pretty quick after we started putting out music. Um, and they, the plan between uh, Imagine Records and the Lone Ones is we're going to start putting music out a lot more frequently now. Um, now that we've, you know, the pandemic is starting to lift, um, people are getting their vaccines and, and you know, the, the virus is starting to go down in, in cases. And, and in, uh, it seems like, you know, the world's getting ready to, it's slowly opening back up, which is exciting. Um, so we're going to release a lot more music a lot faster now. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get back on the road. Yeah, and speaking of getting, uh, getting on the road, perfect segue actually. So you guys, you got a run of shows coming up in August, and what's very special, you guys will be in my hometown of Mishawaka on August 22nd at the Smokestack Brew. I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys. Nice. So for anyone who hasn't seen you guys, uh, either as Boba Flies or the Lonely Ones, what can they expect? I don't know. Haven't done it yet. Um, <laughs> you know, as the Lonely oh. Ones, no idea yet. Um, don't know what it's going to be like. I, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Um, it's going to be high energy. Um, we are very well rehearsed. Um, we rehearse crazy. But you, you don't know, you know. You rehearse. We're doing, you know, five, six days a week rehearsal, six-hour days to make sure that everything is – as tight as you can get it but once you get out on that stage it's like a boxing match once you get hit in the face everything your whole game plan goes out the window so i feel like you know I've, i we've played a lot of shows together um but not as the lonely ones but i feel like we got a really good handle on it um and i can't wait till we're in that machine type you know we got some shows under our belt and and it comes to second nature but I don't know yet. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know if Jimmy and Jake and Tommy are going to go crazy on stage. I don't know what's going to happen. So uh, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. As soon as I uh, heard you guys, I think it was last year. I don't. It was two years. I don't remember exactly when it was announced that you guys were having a show in Mishawaka. But I was like, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I think it was last year. It was announced last so, year. And I got yeah, pushed yeah, off. That that's been the thing with with the you know the coronavirus is like we had. It's why we pushed it all the way back to August because we had to keep changing. We had everything booked, ready to go, let's go, and then the world locks down, and we just had to keep moving it back, keep moving it back. And man, it was a depressing year. But you know, we wanted to keep everybody safe and keep ourselves safe, that kind of thing. Um, so we felt like August. We set it back. I mean, it, it was October. It was August. It was. It kept moving, kept moving. Um, so we decided. You know, August seems like, with the plan of the rollout of the vaccine and all that stuff, it seems like that would be a safe bet be August and it looks like you know it's it's all moving moving in the right direction so I, I can't wait can't wait to get on the road it's been this is the longest I haven't been on the road in, in since I was 17 years old so I you know I, I'm just chomping at the bit to get back to to what I love doing and 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 you know seeing people face to face you can pout songs you can you, you can be put on the radio you can do all these cool things but nothing beats the face-to-face -face interaction and the loudspeakers and the kick drum hitting in the chest and and the lights and the smoke flying everywhere and the drinks clanging and the crowd cheering and, i mean there's just nothing like it and uh, you know I, and i can't wait to get back to that oh, yeah for sure and like i mean you know the live streams it was, it was nice for a while but definitely like, the, there's a different vibe when you're actually in person you actually like, i met so many friends like at concerts and stuff it's really it's nice, like, you know, just community, um, just nice to get to know each other. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you get some drinks and, and you, you loosen up and, and everybody's singing together. And I, it's just like, I can't wait to do it again. I can't wait. Um, like I said, the Columbus music scene is thriving and there's so many great talented bands here. I love being on stage. I love being in the crowd. I love every bit of it. I'm, as soon as, you know, every the restrictions are lifted and we're able to go back, I'll go see a polka band play on a Thursday night. I'm not missing anything ever again on a Monday night. I'm not really like, oh, it's Monday. I'm not going. It's like, yep, I'm going. Don't care. I, I think that's what's going to happen with everybody. Um, I think everybody's sick of looking at their phones and they've watched everything on Netflix. The, you know, they picked one side or the other politically and, and you smashed heads with everyone. I think everyone's tired of it. And and, re and, and I understand that. It was a scary time and, and there was a lot of fear and there was a lot of uncertainty and, and and, you know, we got QAnon out of it. We got all this crazy stuff out of it. Um, but I think, you know, people are kind of, you know, starting to gonna start coming back together. That's at least the way that's the way my social news, our social media news feeds look. It's like things are getting kinder and happier and, and people are forgiving each other and, and, and not scared anymore, not angry, as angry or scared anymore. So I think that what's going to happen is there's going to be this huge explosion of um, like the 70s. Bowling alleys, rock concerts, movie theaters are going to be packed to the guilds Monday through Sunday, and and people are going to put their phones down and, and get back to needing each other and, and being cool with each other again. And I'm excited about it. Can't wait. Yeah, I, I, definitely, I hope that's what happens. Well, I I I'm hope I hope that happens too. I know there's definitely been a lot of great steps taken since the beginning of the year for everything. And I again, I'm really looking forward to. It. And like, I think people took a lot of things for granted back like two years ago, and then now 2020 happened. And everyone's like, "Yes, I'm. Hey, you want to go somewhere? We'll go somewhere. You want to go bowling? We'll go bowling." You know? I did the same thing. I, I took so many things for granted out that I won't do again. Um, you know, two in the morning, changing a tire on the bus. I'll gladly get out. Let's change the tire in the pouring rain. Let's Wendy's again. Go, yeah, let's eat Wendy's. It's delicious. <laughs> we, I can't wait. Can't wait to do all those things. I took so many things for granted. Um, can't wait to just be back in it and feel the electricity and feel feel alive again. It, it's going to be incredible. And like, and like the one thing, like I, I took for like a, just being outside. Like I like I love going for walks outside now. Like since last year, I just like I got to get outside. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna you know be outside in nature because it's I nice. Do, yeah, I, I do the same thing. Like on tour, I they they would make fun of me because I would get out as soon as the bar, bus would park, whether it be a Planet Fitness parking lot, uh, a truck stop, or the venue. I'd get out and just walk for miles and miles and miles and come back. And or you know when I talk on the phone, I'm a pacer and and I just love being the sunlight on my skin and, and seeing new cities and seeing, you know, cool little shops and all that stuff. I can't, can't wait to do that. And I started doing that too. Um, during the pandemic, I, I live right next to this big park with like seven miles of trails and just started walking through there and, and just even by myself, just, you know, quiet. And, 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 uh, it was really cool. Um, I, I missed that a lot. Can't wait to do it. We used to park in, um, with the, with the bus, we would park in our RV parking spots and, and, wonderful place i got chased by a bear in colorado i don't suggest to do that i don't want to do that again um, wow yeah it was, i i got a video of it uh of the bear not the chase um but uh like yeah we would park in these wonderful places in colorado and 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 out west you know the northeast and the northwest and and just wonderful lakes and and it's something i really like to do i, I feel like um you know being out in nature is, is uh, peaceful, calming.
Yeah, except when you get chased by a bear. That was wild. It was a huge bear, and the lady at the campground laughed at me and said, "Oh, honey, they're they're not scared. They're scared more scared of you than you are of them." I go, "Not this one. It chased. It was this far away from me." I was on the phone, and I just turned. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I took off running, which you're not supposed to do. And they said no. you can't outrun a bear, but yes, you can. I outran a bear in cowboy boots, and uh, and so I got in. So it was like this campground was half a hotel and half this campground. It was a gorgeous campground too. Um, and I ran into the hotel and and shut the door. And the lady was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "This bear chased me." Uh, I mean, I ran. It was probably. 60 yards I ran. I was like, this bear's after me. And she laughed and said, look, they don't get very big around here and blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's not true. Or I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So I believed her. As I'm walking out the door, the bear's right there at the door. It had chased me the entire way, just as I said it had. She, she didn't believe me. I said, come here. It's right here. And she walked out. She's like, oh my God, I've never seen one that big here. And it was staring right in the window at us. And so she believed me and totally apologized and was like, she, but it, I thought it was hilarious that she was laughing like, ah, 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 silly, silly dude that's out of town, that, you know, scared of a little bear. And it was massive. And when she saw it, she was like, oh, geez, sorry, never seen one like that big down this close before. And so, yeah, she had to we had to walk around into the out the other side and she had to drive me up to where our bus was parked because the bear was out there waiting for me. And it was huge and fast and scary and that was a great story, though. Um, I, I outran a bear. That's a big accomplishment in itself to outrun a bear. I mean, <laughs> and live to tell. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. Oh, sorry. We love the cuts. There you go for it. Oh, it scared the shit out of me. I, like, I was on the phone and just, like, talking to my lady. And the thing I, I said right before that, she's like, how's your day? I was like, I, you know, kind of bored. Nothing really going on. And turned, and right there it was. I mean, this close. I was like, and I said, Jesus Christ. And I had forgotten. She was on the phone. And she heard me bang, 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 run into my cowboy boots just and my chains and everything. Right, and just clang, 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 clang. So hopefully that scared the bear a little bit. Um, and uh, she, she, so she was on the phone the whole time while I'm telling the lady, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And the ladies laughed at me and shit. So it's, it's all documented. And then the funny thing is the guys in the band were up on the hill where the bus are. And they're like, oh, look at that bear. <laughs> what the hell is it chasing? It's me. So yeah, it was a good story. Um, I, I uh, tend to take bear spray with me wherever I go now. I'm afraid that in a grocery store, I'll just turn around. Jesus Christ, he's after me again. Yeah, he'll probably, probably board a flight and come find you. You're right. Like, I just turn around. Like, what are you looking for in closets? Bears. You, you never know. You never know where they're going to be. Yeah, for sure. Right, so, so yes, the Lonely Ones will be in Mishawaka, August 27th. That's, honestly, that's a huge weekend of music. we got Tantric that Friday. we got um, the Rock the Rescue, which features like Crash Karma, The Rumors, and a bunch of other great bands. That's a huge Crash Karma is ours, too, man. They're awesome. Dude, yeah. And then you got you guys on Sunday. That's going to be like a full week of a full weekend of music at the Smokestack Brew. Great bunch of bands. I, uh, I like The Rumors, a great band, Crash Karma incredible band um we've met so many bands out there on the road and became uh, great friends with them um there's a thriving rock and roll underground rock and roll scene um and if you're not at the show you're missing out there's so many good bands out there and wonderful people to hang out with and be friends with and, um so yeah that's exciting I, uh, we might show up early and go see crash Carmen and the rumors you never know 
Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's the day before. I'm different. I'm honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. I had the opportunity to interview Crash Karma, and they were so much fun to chat with. They are, they are, um, an incredible live band too. Um, wonderful people, and oh man, they can jam. Oh, for sure, especially for being a two piece too. Yep. yep, they are badass, man. Yeah, and I think you guys got a show with them in uh, Wisconsin. I want to say with the rumors and Crash Karma. Yeah, yeah. Um, in September, Crash, I think we've done a lot of shows with Crash Karma. Um, I mean, all over in New York, LA, you know, Colorado, all the way down into Texas. They're just wonderful human beings, and and, and they put on the show. If you don't have your A game on, they're gonna t- they're gonna wipe the floor with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. That'd be for my first time seeing them live. I'm definitely. I'm really looking. Oh, forward you seen to it. Yet? No, I haven't. Oh man, you're gonna have a blast. It's. it's I, I'm excited for you. Oh yeah, I did do that. I, I'm really looking forward to that weekend, dude. I'm going to all three shows. It's gonna be awesome. Nice, nice. Drink plenty of water. You're yes. Hydration. Very important. <laughs> I gotta watch out for that gotta watch out for that bear that's after you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so um uh, I want to touch on like my favorite uh single by you guys so far is Change the Station. It is it's a real rocker. I love everything that's going on in it w- with it. So how was it writing and recording Change the Station? Uh, it was so much fun. So we record at Sonic Lounge Studios. Uh, I'm the guy that owns it and operates it is my best friend for 20 years. So it's always a blast to go in there. I can't wait. It's like my Christmas every time we go in there. I can't sleep at night. I show up early. Uh, Joe Veers at Sonic Lounge, wonderful human being. Love that dude. I talk to him every day. Um, I know him constantly. Call him every morning and, and just tell him stupid shit. Uh, so what happened with that song is... Uh, Jake Early, uh, the guitarist in The Lonely Ones, he pretty much put all the music together, went to a, another studio of his, uh, Mooney Recording Studios, and demoed it out. Because um, he, he was like, I have this really great idea for a song, but I don't want to show it to you until it's, till I you know, can present it in this way that gets you excited. Um, the first time he ever played the riff in, in rehearsal, though, all of us whipped our heads around like, what's that? That sounds special. Um, so he went to Mooney Recording, did this demo, um, which sounded incredible, and brought it to me and, and was like really excited it's like hey check this out what do you think we, we made a couple changes to it but not really that much um for the music and then i just took off with it put the headphones on um not the earbuds the big old 70s headphones that's what i like to listen to um and and started writing and it was because of what was going on in the country um i, I you know i don't like to get on facebook or social media and say anything political or or, you know, jump on one side or the other. Um, you know, I have my political views, but I kind of keep them to myself for the most part. I try my best. Uh, but that song, I just felt like there was no way. I was like, I just had, it just happened. I just had to say something. And, and the point of the song would be that, you know, whatever political party you're with, it's like, that's not the be all end all. You don't have to die for that political party. Both sides have made really huge strides in the United States and done some really good things. They've done some really stupid things too. Um, and it was just so bizarre to watch those two sides come together like that. And, and it's like, okay, you're a conservative or a liberal. It's cool. We, they need each other to balance things out. What are you talking about wanting to kill each other? Like it was just so crazy and bizarre to me in such a polarizing time in the country um, where people were flipping out about two parties that were, slightly change you know what i mean it's like okay this this side's going to change this slightly this side's going to change this slightly but it's like it wasn't something it was something that I, that I had never seen before i'm sure you know um people 
um, older generations itself have probably seen the exact same thing. Uh, matter of fact, I'm sure they have. Um, but it was just so bizarre to watch. And I think because of the pandemic and because of, you know, social media and those kind that, that was the new things for, for our, you know, for our generations with the new things that were introduced into the fear. Because when the pandemic happened, when it first started, man, it was horrifying. I remember, you know, we're all going to die. Everyone's, I mean, and, and a lot of people did. But I remember thinking this was going to be the beginning of The Walking Dead. Uh, I went into the grocery store and there was nothing on the shelves. And this was early on. This was like, I felt like I had insider information. A friend of mine was like, hey, this is what's going to happen. You need to go to the grocery store now. I went, I was late to the game. There was nothing on the shelves. And, and people, you know, at the gas pumps with masks on, rubber gloves and, and all this crazy shit. So I, I understand why people are scared and, and freaked out. I was too personally. I didn't say it out loud, but I, in my mind, I was panicking. Like, oh my God, oh my God. My parents are in their 70s. You know, I, I know a lot of people, that, a lot of loved ones, everything. I was afraid for myself. I was afraid for everybody else. Um, you know, good thing we have Amazon and DoorDash and things like that. Our apocalypse was a little less, you know, it was a little more convenient than, than I had imagined. Um, but it was scary and, and a lot of people did get sick and a lot of people did lose their lives and, 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 and that, whether, you know, you're a tough guy or a tough gal or whatever or not, it had a psychological effect on you. And then you lock everything down with that isolation and you can't go out and you can't, you know, you can't find bears to chase or to chase you. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had to chase them. I should have turned around and chased them. Um, it, you know, had psychological ramifications and, and it was a, it was rough. And I think that, you know, the, the, the choosing the sides and, and dying on that hill and I hate you and, and, you know, you're a racist or you're, you know, a libtard or you this and that kind of thing um, was a consequence of, of, you know, that kind of, with social media and fear and anger and uncertainty. Um, so I felt like, you know, I had to, had to write about it. There was no way around it. It just kind of, blah, kind of just came out and, and, I thought, well, we're either going to get crucified for this or, or it's going to go, go well. And it went well. Uh, yeah. People, some people hit me up. was like, now oh, you're right. I got a little, got a little, uh, got a little ridiculous there. And, and I apologize. And, you know, I've lost friends over the QAnon thing where, you know, just, but you give people time, you know, they don't get to have their passion and their, their outlets and their concerts and stuff, which is nobody's fault. You know, they're, it's real. It's it's real. People are dying like crazy in India right now, and it's it's a real thing. It's not fake. Um, but you give you know isolate people and give them time and, and anger and fear, and, and it's you know it's what is it? The idle time is the devil's plaything, and that's we saw it happen right in front of us. And I got caught up in it a little bit and, and had to you know step back and, and get offline from telling people you're an idiot. This is you know, and everybody got into it and. and yeah. And, you know, hopefully I didn't damage any relationships. You know, I, you know, I tried to be cool. Um, I think people go nuts. I mean, you know, there was a, people trying to overthrow their government, for God's sakes. It was, I knew yeah. people there that did that. Yeah. It's like, this has got out of hand. Um, you need to get back into, you know, going to concerts and watching movies and laughing with your friends and that kind of stuff. Because when you don't have that, or I don't have that, we're not the, we're not the best person that we can be. Um, so that's what that song's about. Long, long-winded answer. No, no, you explained you explained it very well, and and yeah, definitely, it, it's not about picking a side. Like I've known, like a lot of people who like good friends who won't talk to each other now because they're on opposite sides. It's like 
you know, this didn't come between you, you know, before. Why is it doing it now? You know, so yeah. it just, I, I do like that we all, we just got to wake up and start, you know, just looking around and seeing like, you know, we don't got to die for each party here. So yeah, think, that's what I say. It's like, you know, it's slightly going to change one way or the other um, every four to eight years. I mean, it's going to change. Yeah. It's going to go this way. It's going to go that way. The pendulum swings. Um, but we, you know, I, I'm a liberal, I'm a very liberal person. Um, but I, I don't think that we don't need conservatives in this country. It's like we need to balance things out. Um, did, did I vote for Donald Trump? No. But the way the United States works is, you know, the first time around, more than half of the country did. And that's the way it works. You know, um, yeah. did, you know, did I think he was the best for the country? No. But my fellow Americans, a lot of them did. So, you know, that's how it works. And, I, you know, I, I don't hate anybody for that. Um, you know, Joe Biden is now the president and, and more people, you know, I'm explaining it like you're not intelligent. I'm sorry about that. Um, you're good. You know, that's how it works. The other yeah. half of the country, more of the other half of the country said, no, nah, we're done with that. We're doing this now. And, yeah. and that's the way, you know, that's the way the system works. And, and I don't want to kill anybody over that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, yes. That is like, that's where we, that's where we were like last year. And, you know, even, you know, even this year, as you said, was trying to overthrow the government and stuff like that's where we were. And, it, you know, it, it was very unnecessary for everything. It was. And I'm willing to, you know, tell people, you know, I'm willing to realize that people got caught up in this. Like I said, the, the pandemic and social media, social media is relatively new. Um, it is. And some people, you know, they see a meme or see something that like people keep constantly saying research, do your own research, do your own research. Like unless you've been to college and done a research paper, I don't think you know what research means. Um, Googling something and research is totally different. You have to, you know, if you have ever done a college paper and you have to cite everything, you know, it's, it's not, if you've ever read a peer, uh, peer reviewed study, it's not easy to grasp. It's, it's, I don't want anything to do with why I'm a musician. I've done it before. It's like, ugh, this is, but you know, going to google and, and looking up something and, and it's not research it's not real research the shit is hard um that's why you know people are paid well to do it and have to have degrees to do it um and a lot of false information false information spreads 70 times faster and you know to be honest it's more fun than the boring sometimes the boring truth um so i think a lot of people social media is this steamroller of, of information that that it's hard to to you know to find out what is actually true. Um, cause I, I've done it. I, I've thought I was right about something and someone's comment. And then I go look up a few things and go, mm. <laughs> they were right. And it hurts. It doesn't feel good. Yes. It doesn't feel good at all. You're like, but we have to be that way. And we have to be like, Oh shit. And, and you know, the same, same, like, like I said, I'm, I'm on the left. I'm not far left, crazy far left. Don't, our side does the same things of people talk about cancel culture. It's like, well, we just try to cancel different things. And it's, you know, it's like everybody does that and, and points the finger and you did this and get rid of them. We do the same shit. It's, it's a little different, um, but we're not very tolerant either. Um, you know, people are allowed to have different viewpoints and are allowed to, you know, it's just, I don't know where it got. So you either think the way I think or you're out. That's dangerous on both sides and, oh, yeah. and it has to stop. And I, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm very liberal in a lot of things, but the, the more 
this goes on, it's like both parties, you know, I just kind of backing away from both of them. Like that's just, yep. just doesn't make any sense. And that, and that, that's evil and that's evil. And, and doesn't, you know, it's like, God damn, what happened to live and let live. And, uh, you know, there are some fucked up things on both sides for sure. Um, oh, I mean, but that's with everything. I mean, that that's with everything, you know, both sides have their pros and cons and you, it, it, but to me, like you have to have that different uh, mentalities, different styles of thinking, because that's how you build a community. That's how you build. That's how you build everything. Like competition is the way Absolutely. like you can build stuff. Like just thinking one way, you're just gonna think that one way. Your tower's gonna fall over if you try to build. Yeah, you gotta have. You gotta have the engineers. You gotta have the conserve. You gotta have the people like we can't spend that much money on that tower, or we have to. You know, it's it's just. We need each other all the way around. We need each other. People need people. We need the balance. We need to we need to calm the hell down and start thinking rationally and realize that, you know, the guy across the street, you need him when you're building this fence. He's going to have a couple suggestions that are going that you didn't think about and vice versa. And, and that's the way it needs to be. And, and we got to get back to that. And I think that's going to help when people get when when people's you know. Their, their decompressed time, their relaxation time, their blow-off steam time comes back. Um, you know, all that pent-up anger and aggression, it manifests in ugly ways. And, for us, you know, it, you know, for us to, to just be smashing heads with each other all the time, it's just, it's ugly. And, and I think, I'm hoping that it changes. You know, I'm hoping people people start meditating and shit, start smoking pot and start, start you know, singing songs together. And, and, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm willing to forgive some of the, some of the meaner people for doing some pretty mean shit under uh pretty distressed times or under duress. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, definitely. Obviously last year was definitely a year like, like no other, but um, yeah, like when I first started this, like I had people like, hey, you should do it like this or you should like, you know, you should edit like this. And like, so I started like, you know, you, you get you thinking, oh, maybe I can, you know, do it like this or, you know, maybe I should uh, ask this question. Like you need different opinions to, Absolutely. you know, to, to make yourself. That's why we hire producers and stuff and, and hire, you know, in yep. the music industry. It's why you have several people in, in on the record label that this guy handles this, this guy handles this. And, but y'all, you, you know, you discuss everything and you go, oh, that's, I didn't see it that way. Or, or that's a good point. Or, you know, there's so much information out there. You can't possibly know everything. And if you do think you know everything, you're an idiot. Yes. I've been, I've been proven an idiot so many times. I'm tired of that happening. I just kind of sat back and go, mm, let me see. Let me figure out. Let me hear from everybody first before I make a decision. Instead of, you know, immediately jumping on the bandwagon and slamming people for, you know, this cop should have done that and, and this and that. It's like, I'm not a cop. I wasn't there. Um, you know, I, it, it's like that, that whole thing Columbus had, you know, the, the protests went on and, the, and they should have went on. Um, it was during the pandemic, which was dangerous, um, you know, but, you know, to, there's several, it's case by case kind of things. Um, and, and to just, you know, say all cops are good or all cops are bad is ridiculous. Um, same thing with yeah. politicians. All the politicians are bad, or all you know. This side, all these politicians are good. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's doesn't make any sense, and I'm not willing to do it anymore. Um, I've had egg on my face too many times um, by jumping the gun, and I I know what's right, and I think this and that, and I'm so smart, and it's like oh, I'm very smart. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's hard to see. <laughs> but like with all those situations, there's always. 
you know, both sides are going to leave out, oh, this inf information was relevant. Oh, this information, you, you don't get a complete story yeah. out of either side. Yeah, what about this part? You failed to mention that part because it doesn't, you know, and you know, it's like, I hate to, to be the, you know, jump on the bandwagon. It's the media, it's the media. They're getting a little fucked up too. Yep. Yeah, it's like, I don't ever remember it being that way. Um, you know, the Eagle, like Stephen Colbert, his show was so great. It's what it's become, though. It's become the Stephen Colbert show. It's like it's become professional wrestling where, you know, the talking heads are have to be boisterous and have to be, you know, like Alex. They, you know, the, Alex Jones was successful. So they started modeling slowly what he was doing yeah. and screaming and yelling at each other. And, and it, it's I, like I said, I hate to uh, when everyone's saying the news media, news media, I was like, oh, whatever. You can trust the news media. But uh, it's getting a little strange out there. Um, yeah, yeah. When it becomes a profit kind of thing, which inevitably happens in a capitalist society, uh, which I am not. You know, I'm on the left, so apparently I'm a communist or a socialist, which is not true at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is. It is a. It's weird. It's like what's happening. Um, there, it's just tell me the news and give me the truth. That's it. I don't need the sensationalism. I don't need the. You know, I just tell me. I'll, I'll make my own decision. You know, there are great things that happen. There are ugly things that happen. I'm an adult. I can handle it. I think I can handle it. I at least want the chance to handle it. And, and But it, it is it is strange. It's a very strange time with the way we, you know, cell phones are changing our postures. because And that's a fact, too. Yes, it is. Postures. Isn't that fucking weird? Yes, yeah, text neck is what they're calling it now. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's this, you know, social media is wonderful. Being in a band, it's wonderful. I can reach out to people, um, you know just having friends and all over the nation. It's a wonderful thing. And, um, but there's some, there's a dark side to it. Um, and you know, you can manipulate the shit out of everybody if you want to. Yeah. Um, and then the algorithms start hitting these things. If you, you know, you know how it works. If, if you like something, then it starts showing you more of this stuff. So if you start to, if you happen to just barely get on this little dark path of looking up weird things like, Oh, you know, fight videos, bam, that's all you see is fight videos. So all of a sudden you think that's what's happening. There's people street fighting everywhere in the streets all the time or, or, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting time to be alive. I think you got to step back and put the phone down and decompress and, and, and not just be constantly in that world. Um, yeah. You know, it's a good thing. There's time for it, but put it down, go outside, listen to the birds chirp, say hi to your neighbor. Yeah. Don't bring up Biden and Trump. <laughs> Don't bring up religion. Just let just talk about the fun shit. Talk about the football game. Talk about the whatever. Just leave all that shit behind. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think like Change of Station was it was very relevant for when it was released about just again waking people up like, hey, we don't always have to talk about politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not that much fun. Uh no. You know, I got news. I got a news feed. I got Apple News. I read that every morning. That's it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've honestly, I've, like, I've stopped watching the news for a while because it's like, man, this, this, this stuff is like so depressing. Like, I just can't, I can't handle it right now. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like I said, professional wrestling. Smoke goes up. Yep. The, <laughs> the talking head comes out. Yeah. <laughs> if if the Rock did it, I'd be like, all right, I'll watch the news now. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna smack the liberals down. It's a, it's bizarre, and you know, same way on the other side. It's like ah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. I watch uh, Bill Maher and, and John Oliver, and I read the news in the morning, and that's about it. I, you know, I'm, 
I used to watch all of it. I used to watch Fox, CNN, MS, and, and, and trying to, you know, navigate through and pick pieces out. It's like, why do I have to do that? Just tell me what the fuck is happening. Tell yeah. me what it said. If you said that shit, there's video, show it to me. And yeah. Yeah, yeah so just give it everything to me, to me straight. I'm intelligent enough that I can make my own, you know, conclusions about what's happening. <laughs> they may not be right every time, but at least, you know, I'm well informed. I, it's just, it's bizarre. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I hope, you know, it's up to us, the people to just kind of step back and, and use our dollars to, to kind of say, uh, if you don't, you know, get your shit together, we're not going to watch anymore. Um, yeah. So, you know, will that happen? I don't know, but I've, I've decided to kind of, you know, step back and tune out a little bit and, and be like, oh, I got my own shit to worry about. Um, you know, I'm generally nice to, to people and I play music for a living and that's what I want to do. And, you know, you guys can go street fight street every day if you want to i'm not i'm gonna drive around and i'm gonna find an alternate route and, and do the things that i want to do yes exactly and uh so oh, uh, we'll move on and wrap up this interview in a little bit um so what music have you listened to this week marty new music that i've been listening to the new royal blood album rocks oh yes uh Baratus put out some their new, new albums not out yet um i don't think it's out yet um, I think it's yeah. a few months. Yeah, their, their singles rock. The new Gojira album is incredible. Uh, you ever heard of Oliver Tree? I've not, no. Oh my God, this dude is so awesome. I listened to a lot of Oliver Tree. Uh, he's actually had some influence on my writing style. It's a more poppy kind of thing. Check it out. I will, yeah. It's so awesome. This dude's like a, you know the little Razor scooters? Yep, I, have, I still have one in my garage. <laughs> he's like the greatest Razor Scooter, like he's number one champ in the world, and he's a musician. <laughs> That's the coolest thing ever. The song, like, I heard about him because 21 Pilots is from here, um, from Columbus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and he was in this interview, like, he's, it's kind of, it's like a joke, kind of, but the music's incredible. Wait, is my phone about to die? Um, so he was, like, had this fake beef I don't know if it was a real or not. I mean, this is how I heard of the guy. He was talking about 21 Pilots. He's like, they stole my sound. And he was on, he was on Lo or, uh, Rock Feed. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he was on Rock Feed, and they, they did the story on him. And I'm a big 21 Pilots fan. You know, great music. Also, they're from here, so, you know, they, they got my heart. Um, he was on there, and I was like, this is funny. So I went and checked him out, and his music's incredible. Um, and he does all these scooter tricks, and he's got a bowl haircut, but he jams. Dude's oh. music jams. And he's this character that is just, I mean, it's just non-stop non entertainment. I love him. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Um, a lot of exciting, cool music's coming out. Um, the guys that used to be in Red Sun Rising started a new band called Violent. They're cool. Um, man, there's just a bunch of really good stuff. So my playlist is just constantly updating and constantly rocking you'd be surprised at some of the stuff's on the playlist it's not all metal um yeah there's bluegrass on there there's uh, hip-hop there's r&b there's there's you know death metal there's classic rock there's pop there's everything on there um so yeah it's a it's a wild um the glorious sons too i really like that band a lot I've been checking them out a lot um but yeah so everything i've been listening to a lot but this week new gojira New Royal Blood, blow out my mind. Oh, I, I love Royal Blood. Like just and just the way he does it, that it's it just it's just all bass. Like he, he just you know uses pedals to make the guitar and uh, and he plays bass and it's just he's really talented. Oh my god, that band's they're so rhythmic and, and it like it reminds me of Muse is like 
the band Muse, I love that band too. Yep. It kind of has that kind of feel with a kind of Queens of the Stone Age kind of feel. I don't know. It's just it's very exciting and new and and but good, catchy and rhythmic. I mean, you can't help it. As soon as it comes on, I'm like, I cannot help it. Same thing with the Gojira record. It's so rhythmic and 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 that guy's voice somehow that really brutal voice some has this you know or orchestra kind of you know symphonic kind of feel to it and it's so scary sound but so beautiful at the same time i don't know how he does it but i'm that record i listened i was stuck in traffic for two hours yesterday and listened to the entire record and was like oh my god and then just kept putting it on repeat and just got home and put the headphones on and just jammed that out it's like that record jams man I'm gonna to to check it out. You're actually you're like the second person to say like you should check out the new Gojira album. So I'm definitely I'm gonna to have to this week. Right? Yeah. No, you got to. Um, it's it's wild, man. It's a good record. Yeah, I, I'm definitely I would definitely give them a listen. So yeah, this week I'm listening to obviously the Rumors because they're awesome. They are awesome. Carly, Carly's got the voice, man. She rocks. Oh yeah. So I got to see him uh, last month in Fort Wayne, and I was like, and they they killed it. They put on a killer show. I loved it. They're awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome people too. Super cool people. Um, but yeah, they jam. She can sing like a bird. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Especially it, like live is like you know studio. They sound awesome, but then live is just like a whole nother level. Power, yeah, power trio. You know they jam. <laughs> for sure. And so this week I, I started getting back into uh, Everclear. I started listening to them again. Haven't listened to them in a long time. Same. Yeah. So I just started, I started getting back with them. Stuff right. Um, yeah, well, yeah, their last time was like 2015, but I mean, they're, like, still, they're still doing shows and stuff, right? Everclear still touring? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think they, they, they announced the tour with Living Color, which I'm surprised, but like... Man, I love Living Color. I know, like, I do too. So, like, I'm like, I was surprised that they, uh, they're going on tour, but I'm like, that would be a really good show. Absolutely. I'd like to go. Um, there's so many shows I want to go to. Um, I think I'm seeing Kiss. Um, I've never seen Kiss before. Oh, nice. I really? I'm on tour and go see Kiss the day of and then go right back on tour. Wow. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's going to be awesome. Patty, yeah, I've never seen Kiss. That's, that's blasphemy. I haven't either. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I can't wait to see Kiss. I'm a huge Kiss fan. Um, yeah, there's so many concerts. I'm going to them all. I'm not missing anything. Yep. I'll go. There's a music venue that I could walk to from my apartment. Um, and I'm going to show up there probably. You know, as soon as it opens back up, I'm in. Going everywhere. Can't wait. I hope everybody feels the same way. I hope that music venues are packed. Uh, the underground rock scene is thriving. I hope it has this huge surge because people are just getting back out and listening to live music again. And um, I think it's going to be incredible, man. Um, I think out of the darkness is going to come some some pretty a new renaissance. A new, you know, the artists were locked away and worked. Um, to keep their sanity. So there's going to be this explosion of, of new stuff. And hopefully we're a part of it. Oh, I, I definitely think you will. So, dude, Marty, thank you so much for this awesome, very, very in-depth interview. Talk about so many, so much different stuff, especially, you know, obviously we talked about the Lonely Ones. Again, if you're in the Mishawaka area or just want to see them on the tour, they have it coming up in August. They will rock your face off. First time Lonely Ones will be out playing the show as the Lonely Ones. So definitely check them out. Right on, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. It was a fun interview. I talk a lot, so it went over. 
<laughs> it, it, it was a very fun interview. So thank you so much. Please check out Stream Support. Give a like to the Lonely Ones. You're gonna love their 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 singles they've put out. I really enjoyed them. I know my audience will as well. Awesome, man. Thank you. So for Marty McCoy, the Lonely Ones, I'm Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Thank you for watching Super Cool Radio.